My name's Sally Swift and I play the part of DCI Charlotte Walker. And I'm Andrew White and I'm the writer and the creator of The Walker Mysteries. I nearly forgot what the series was called then. (laughs) It's going well already. (laughs) Excellent. So I guess we need to talk about how the monologues came about. Yep. Go on, tell us how the, how the monologues come about. Over to me. Um, I think the monologues came about because you were talking about breaking the fourth wall and yes. something that you'd seen on TV that actually actually worked really, really well. And so you wanted to write uh, from the main character's point of view. Which you don't get very often. No, a little bit. You don't get to hear their inner monologue, do you really? You don't. I guess you do in books, but you don't tend to get that in the first person to the listener or whatever in the, in the same way as what we've done here. So it was like that opportunity to give an insight into the chaos, which is Charlotte Walker. <laughs> the lovely chaos. Yes. Which is Charlotte Walker. Yeah. We wouldn't have it any other way. No, exactly. No, and so... Um, yeah, you spoke to me about it and uh, we tried it a few times, didn't we? Yes. You wrote the first one and I recorded it and then you did your magic on it at the other end. <laughs> and it was brilliant. Just gone. And I loved bing. it. And then, I, actually, it's just a filter. There's a pull-down setting and you just do that and it makes it all for you. It's like AI. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Or yes. maybe it's just you know, a lot of blood and sweat and tears. Yeah. Getting it right. <laughs> I write the script from the point of view of knowing what is possible to be done or what is possible to, for me to do in sound later on. And then I can then make your amazing recordings sound like they come from an interview room or a bar or a submarine, maybe. Yes, exactly. And also we must talk about the direction because that will lead us on nicely to the direction that was initially ignored or left out. or <laughs> Well, yeah... How we make these is, as I say, I write them and then they're sent to you down in deepest, darkest south of England. Buckinghamshire, That's yes. the one. And then <laughs> you record them, don't you? I do, yes. So I read the script and I record them and they're only you about... Don't read, you don't read the script. You no, read. I don't read the script. I just record them. <laughs> ha ha. <laughs> and... Yeah, record them. And then you send them back to me on carrier pigeon. I do, yes, yes. But this carrier pigeon's getting quicker and quicker these days, I think. Mm, it's getting better at being faster, Yeah, carrier pigeon. I think it just knows the way now. It does. <laughs> but then you put all your layers of magic sound on it, and subject to whether I've read the direction, so I know... Well, that's the thing. Yeah. Because of the technology differences between the north and the south of England, uh, there is, <laughs> we can't actually do uh, live direction. So, therefore, I have to put enough notes in the script, don't I? Yes, exactly. and Which were sadly lacking in the first one. Yeah, well, that's where we fell over. <laughs> and then we... Uh, when I say we... <laughs> yeah, and then we realised that... Yeah, because you should have known what was in my head. I should see. have known. Yeah. But anyway, we ironed over that and that was fine. And then it's so... At the beginning of each little section, you'll say where it is. Yes. Um, in a pub or in the office or in and you'll suggest sort of slightly louder than normal or whatever so that that helps me that that's like little baby steps into helping me yeah because you've got to deliver those lines differently you know, if we're driving in a car and charlotte's talking to aisha then you've got to deliver that in a different way than those sections where you're talking directly to the listener yeah, exactly, because talking directly to the listener is the same way I would do the audiobook, yes. as in where I am in terms of in front of the mic. Whereas in a car, 
you're a bit further away and you're and and if you're in a pub you're sort of shouting over the noise of the pub and the and the uh, fruit machines and all the rest of it that you put on in the background yes so i'm having to be a bit further away from the mic so that i can shout a bit so it's a bit better because otherwise you can't make my voice sound further away does that make sense absolutely it's the delivery that's what it's all about isn't it? Yeah. because you know if sometimes when i watch like a light entertainment program a quiz show or something like that and you can tell when the audience clapping has been carried on underneath a different take because the presenter the host is not doing that level of talking which implies that the audience is still clapping Yes. You know, even though there's the sound mixer has ducked it underneath, the presenter's just not giving the delivery that means that they're talking over, you know, the reaction of the audience. Yeah. So it's those sorts of things that really sell. I can put loads of sound effects underneath, but if it just sounds as though you're doing a straight read... It's not going to sound right. Which is what I've told you to do by not giving you any instructions of what to do. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a, it's a collaborative it, process here. Nobody's, nobody's at fault here. No. You know, it's a very flat management yeah. structure here. We're not pointing any fingers no. we don't no. and then so it's about you know having that delivery that once i put the sound underneath mm. sells that scene doesn't it it does yeah and it's and i think that because of the diversity of each different bit within the monologue within those 10 minutes it makes it into a little play all by itself yes. kind of thing and it's um and it's just lovely and it was the first time i heard what you'd done <laughs> with um with the first monologue it was like wow that is amazing. It just sounded so different. It was brilliant. And also with the music on at the beginning and end and things like that and the way it fades out. and It was just clever. It just sounded good and, and all that. Well, we both wanted to do sort of audio drama from a different perspective. I'm not a performer, so I don't really do that kind of thing. But, mm. I, you know, I've always wanted to do a full cast type of production. And um, this is the kind of, I guess, the, this is the nearest that we can do at, the, at this moment. Exactly. Yeah, no, that, I mean, that is what I would love to do when you see, you know, studios with lots of mics and people standing around in the same thing and doing, oh, just, that's my dream. <laughs> so it's just lovely. I mean, I do love an audio drama. But yeah, so there's eight before the first book. That's how you've designed it, yes. isn't it? Yeah, so the stories are that you get a little bit more of an insight into Charlotte and her way of thinking and who she is before you get to the first book so although the first book is self-contained as the start of the stories these are like prequels yeah if you listen to the monologues first before reading the first book then it gives you a greater insight if you listen to the monologues after the first book it kind of gives the first book a little bit more context the idea is that you listen to the monologues and then you read or listen to the audiobook yeah the second season is based after the second book because the second book follows the first one concurrently yes so it's the very next day so there isn't a chance to put a monologue series in, in between there but there is between the second and the third books so that picks up after the second book but they're also um as you said all of it is a nice thing to have yes and it, they're, the monologues are like the added extra. Yes. They're like the, the seasoning. <laughs> and, you can, and you can listen to them in isolation. Yes, you know, yeah. They're good little stories which you know, so are self-contained and wrapped up. And there are, there are running jokes. Yeah. You know, the, the bits where she's consistently going on, off on a tangent. Yes. And that's a running theme throughout the whole lot of them. And that's something that I didn't, I didn't put in the first book. So I will be 
adding to the second book yeah. to make it. So it's, it's, you come up with these kind of ideas and then you think, oh, I, I, that's good enough to keep putting in the books now as well. So Yeah. Well, that's that'll... that's good from your point of view because, as you say, you come up with lots and lots of storylines all the time and are they... Uh, would they be a monologue or would they if they, if they don't work for a monologue they could go in the book and so on and so forth you can wherever you know your stories they have ideas about stuff yeah. and, and yet you know because a book is around 80,000 words yeah and you need obviously like a, a main a main theme a main story and then you have a a subplot within there as well and maybe a sub subplot there's stuff that I come up with that, that I never was able to consider putting into a book because you just couldn't make it long enough yeah or interesting enough over a certain period of time for that to be ever considered whereas these you know actually it's the other way around i've now got like a set criteria you know you can't have more than three or four suspects because any more than that means that you're, you're not going to be able to fit decent stuff in no decent characterizations you want to try and get even though that you only hear charlotte talking you want to try to fit those suspects into having some sort of innate personality yeah, and a reason for why they're a suspect. Uh, and then you sort of try and put all those things together and, and still make a little bit of a twist yeah, if that's possible. Whereas there's, there's other stories within all of these where there's, it, it's pretty straightforward and there is no twist, but it's just a decent little short story. Well, that's it. It's, it's a short story. So any sort of plot line or anything has to be kind of the beginning middle and end and rounded up by you know within 10 minutes within 10 minutes <laughs> yes. yeah so, it, uh, it actually it just presents its own challenges and but it's just that ability to sort of tell a really quick story yeah. and also you have a subplot within this as well which generally is charlotte having either some gripe with the world yeah <laughs> the world isn't always charlotte friendly no. and charlotte having a, a moan at that to you dear listener yeah or coming up with something which is uh, an observation of some description or just a, a few things that are innate charlotteness yeah that tells you a little bit more about her character and who she is yeah because it, it makes her more human and you can instead of because an awful lot of um detective dramas they're an ex-drunk they're they're divorced they're whatever <laughs> yes. um yeah. but you get all of that within that episode so the monologues are so nice because it's like you don't have to know anything else about her <laughs> if you don't yeah. want to reading the book or listening to the book but you know here's a little bit more if you wanted it or you can just you know listen to the monologues because they're a little quick drama as you drive on the way to the supermarket or what have you so yeah and, and what we don't do is record audio sections before we go to the supermarket no <laughs> Damn, I mentioned that. That was leading you nicely into that. I didn't mean to do that. No, we don't do yes, that. Yes, that was a Radio 2 link. That, was, that was really good. <laughs> Ken Booth would be... Pro oh, no, he's not no, on he's Radio not 2 on, anymore. But, yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah, no, that did happen once. So that, you know, although they're only 10 minutes, Andrew, we still need to take our time over them and we still need to read the direction. Yes, we, we have to take it seriously, you know, and, and be very serious about the whole yes. thing. Otherwise... They sound rubbish, as we know, and we've got to redo them. Anyway, that was a learning curve. That well, was the first one. That's the beauty one. of it, is that, you know, gen generally speaking, 90% of the time, you, because you know who Charlotte is mm. and you know her way of thinking probably as much as I do now, mm. that you can see where it's going. Yes. Yeah. You know, and, and I put in the script, you know, beat for reaction or whatever, because I can lengthen and 
shorten any kind of reactions and you know gaps mm. for things to make the timing as I think it should be. And generally speaking, I don't need to bother changing that at all because you've just got it spot on. Oh, that's good. That's good to hear actually that I'm you know, that I'm on so it. So it's just like <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't even need to change that. What your delivery is, your your pace yeah. is what the script needs. But also, so it, you must it's um, sorry to interrupt. They there a certain no, time on. What, please do what was the word there was a word that i did and you said you didn't say say it right in the end but you said it right right at the beginning so what you did oh, oh, what was that y- yeah but you see the problem with that is i can't say that word either oh, i can't remember chassis. oh chassis that's it yeah that's the word yeah i had to really think about how to say that word then yeah that's it it was that word and i the trouble is once you concentrate on the way you said something and it does happen sometimes you then think you've said it wrong, and then the more you say it, the weirder yeah, it sounds. Absolutely. So in actual fact, the first delivery was probably right. So, And that's what you did, because you took the first the first take of mine. Yeah, because you did three takes of bus chasse, and, it, and you were just elongating the S, chassis. the middle S, <laughs> yeah. a little bit too long. And I thought, can I get away with that? And, and I just thought, no, I can't really. And then I didn't want to ask you to do it again, because the whole of the rest of it was, was perfect. Yeah. So it was like, and then I noticed there was a bit where she said it, director listener. Oh. And I just thought, if I just there. take that one little word out, perfect. copy it and just put it in that place, it would work okay. We just make the level the same yeah. and just have the reverb on yeah. you know, as it was being said in a bus. It would work perfectly. And it does. So That's it's like, brilliant. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just one of those little things. Mm.